When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into another Losing Monday on the CHGO Bears podcast. Adam Hogue and Herb Howard in studio today. Mark Carmen is off for Yom Kippur. Greg Braggs is wearing a suit. Braggs was wearing a suit. Garage. Braggs was on TV this morning on Fox. He made a sudden transition from wearing a bag on his head last night to wearing a suit this morning. And in our meeting, like three hours after he was on TV, he was still in his suit in his garage. So he's just a suit guy now. He's a suit guy. He's a suit oh, guy. Oh, shout out to Richie. Cuz. Cuz from the bear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, I didn't even do that on purpose, but that's right. Now. He's like, yeah, I'm a, I wear suits now. Um, well, it's good to have Herb here, though. We got a lot, a lot of stuff to get to. Um, I got through the all 22 already on the offensive side of the ball. And, I, Herb, man, I don't know how to make sense of you did, this. You did the second yeah. half intentionally? <laughs> I got through the whole game. I just finished the fourth quarter. Hey, actually, there's some green numbers here from the, okay. f- the last drive in the fourth quarter, which I'm sure the head coach is going to hang his hat on for oh, all yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Um, let me just go through some of this before we get to Eberflus. I'm going to need your help today, man. You were there. You were at Arrowhead. Yep. Uh, please help me make beautiful, sense of some Beautiful, beautiful stadium. Was that your first time there? First time yeah, there. Yeah, it's great, isn't like it? Like a perfect bowl. The view from the box is amazing. Doesn't appear to be a bad seat in the yeah. stadium. It's just red as far as you can see. But also just the fact that they have all that land around them. The parking lot is phenomenal. So the tailgating is like a unique experience the where there's just red tents and cars and barbecue smoke as far as you can see just bellowing up in the air. It was a good time, man. Shout mm. out to the... Shout out to the Chiefs and their fans. That, that place is cool. It's outstanding. Um, Where'd you eat? I went. I got there yesterday, and then oh, I came okay. back last night. Okay. I I flew in. I left. I had a six forty five out of Midway. Got there at eight ten. Uh, caught up with my camera guy. Didn't do much. I I ate at the tailgate. I always eat at the tailgate. I do that deck works. check videos um, with the bigs. I do a deck check video before every game, and so yeah. I go around the tailgate and talk to some fans. And there's a guy. Uh, shout out to a guy, a guy named Stefan, big. 350-pound Chiefs fan guy. Got a Chiefs tattoo on his legs. Got on Patrick Mahomes socks and Crocs. Just barbecuing it up on two grills. It's good food, though, man. I was going to say, I bet you it was so good. Oh, my good. God, it was good. Yeah. Chicken wings falling off the bone. Shout out to oh, Stefan. I appreciate the love. I'm hungry. 
Uh, it was great. Yeah, no, I'm hungry too. Okay. <laughs> Law, you want to just fly to Kansas City after the show? I mean, make up for what we missed yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I want to go to Joe's and get the Z Man sandwich for lunch. I heard about Joe's. I heard about oh. LC's, but they close on Sundays. And so. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, the Bears' offense also closed on Sundays. Closed oh. on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I just wrote down some things here. I got 11 uh, little notes here on the Bears' offense. And actually, with the notes, I did stop uh, after I saw another two-on-four bubble screen. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. said, you know what, I'm gonna. This is just a waste of ink at this point. All right, so uh, you know that first play where uh, they're backed up. Well, great way to start the game against the Chiefs. You're down seven nothing. You get the ball at the yeah. three. Yeah, they were down already, right? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, anyway. Fields rolls out to his right, hits Clay Pool on the right side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, looked like a great play. Um, mm. They got away with a holding mm. <laughs> penalty and mm. a blatant push off by what, Chase Claypool. Was the hold in the in the end zone? Yes, uh-huh. it was. Because uh, and, and and honestly, it wasn't a hold that you get too mad at. I think it was on Komet actually. Okay. Um, when you roll, when a quarterback rolls out all, okay. and unexpectedly, all of a sudden. You that's where guys get caught uh, holding because yeah, yeah, they're not expecting. He ain't goes to stretch out. You're still yeah. holding the hole, and you kind of let him go. Like oh. so. Anyway, ref gave him a break. They uh, in the big push up by Claypool. Whatever. Just funny that the one it, they fit. They started with a great play and they ended with a touchdown to DJ Moore. Um, Listen, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you can take those. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. But sometimes you can take those. They were backed up deep. They needed some breathing room. I thought that was a. A nice play that they combined on the hookup. It was good to see Chase get a play early. It was cool to see Justin be kind of calm in that yeah. situation and get out of there and make a play. But well, and none of that stuff's Justin's fault. He did a good job on that play. He yeah. doesn't know somebody's holding or yeah. that his wide receiver pushed off. Well, he knows when they're holding because he's not on his back. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so here's some issues with this offense. Just things I, I wrote down as, uh, as I was watching this. Bad blocking. That should surprise nobody. No one. Um, the fakes are bad, though. You they ever are. notice that? No, he doesn't carry them out. Yeah. He's, he's, I think, I think that's kind of that robotic conversation, right? You aren't playing the game, right? You're not actually ratting this thing out. It's just like, oh, I'm doing it because they told me to do it. So, okay, I'm, well, I'm supposed to put it in here, and I'm supposed to pull it out, and I'm supposed to yeah. look this way, and I'm supposed to, like, no, no, write that fake out, like, I was never an, a fast person. Like, even in high school playing quarterback, I wasn't a fast person. But I played the game like up here, and I can understand that if I got a, if I got a fake, if I got a 28 toss, right? We're going 28 boot, and I'm faking this 28 toss. I'm probably not faster than a lot of the DNs in the city. So it's like cool. But if I sell this thing all the way and he cuts under me, now I've got that boot, no problem. So you gotta, you know, I think some of it is he's just I'm fashioning you whether I sell it or not. But I, like. Help yourself out a little bit. And even on the play actions, like there was a play action where like you look from the end zone angle and there's two feet between where the ball is and the running back is. Mm. Like who's biting on that? The ball's nowhere near the running back. They know they're not handing it off. And you could see like the DB linebacker type, uh, I forget if it's a safety or an LB, Mm -hmm. but he takes like maybe a half step forward, but then he's like, nah, this is it. And he just backs up and it's like, it's just not. You're not helping yourself. It's not good enough. Um, and on that play action shot I'm talking about, it was the one where he tried a deep shot to DJ Moore, and live it's like, oh, that you know he was just covered and overthrew the ball by a lot. Dude, DJ Moore's route on that play sucked. Yeah. He's not running full speed. He didn't try to get separation. I actually think if he had ran the route, uh. 
the way he's supposed to. That ball was probably where it was supposed to be. I thought it was a decently thrown ball. I think it's one of the balls Joe, uh, that Justin throws pretty well in terms of anticipation and placement. But I agree with you. I think DJ Moore certainly has the ability to get to that ball if he's on it. But I, I think, listen, there's a cumulative effect to running full speed, crispy routes, getting open, ball doesn't come. Yeah. Right, And I know you're supposed to be a professional. You line up, you do it again. Right, You do it 100 times, and if it, if it comes once, it comes once. But just naturally, there's a human thing that's like, I'm not – I'm not getting it, right? I'm going to yeah. run this route again. And then the one time, now you're, trying to, now you're trying to turn it on. It's like, no, nah, you can't turn it on like that. You should have been on it. You would have been there. But I do think, you know, we're talking three weeks in now, and, you know, he had, what, two targets in Green Bay. He ended up having seven in Tampa. I think it's just, you know, you come into this game, it's like, I've got nine targets, bro. Y'all brought me over here to be a legit number one receiver. I should have 30 targets by now. And so I think and I'm not giving them a, a pass. You, you got to do your job. But I, I just think there's a natural impact to, to not getting it sometimes. So then you have the sack that Justin takes right at the edge of field goal range. But for, for Cairo, you're in field goal range. But look, Darnell uh, Wright is matched up against Chris Jones on that play. Mm-hmm. He's on an island against Chris Jones. That's worrisome. You. Got to recognize that pre-snap, though. Mm-hmm. Understand where your pressure is likely to come from. Regardless, Chase Claypool's got to step on his guy down the middle, mailboxes, hands mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Justin just doesn't pull the trigger. And I'm not saying that that was going to be a complete pass, but one-on-one. three one, points in the bank, first of all. One-on-one down the field, you should trust the fact that it's at least going to be an incomplete pass, sure. which, by the way, happened later in the game. And I don't know if they showed it to him on the sideline and said, hey, Chase Claypool's got his arm up. You got to toss that one up to him. So later in the game, he does. 50-50 ball gives him a shot down left center, I would say. And he doesn't come down with it. Doesn't come down with it. And I would say uh, great play by the DB. He got his hand in there. You'd love to have a wide receiver that's going to come down with that. That's who he's supposed to be, right? He's not – He's not Stephon Diggs. He's not a route technician. He's not He's not a speed guy. He's not Tyreek. He's, he's 6'4", 230. He's 50-50 guy. That's the ball he should come down with. Uh, but my point is, at least you saw right there, though, it ended up being incomplete. Like, no yeah. harm, no foul. You want to see him make the play. But in this posi- in this situation, when you're at the edge of field goal range, dude, you've got to throw that ball. You cannot take a sack there. Oh. So he backs up, takes a sack. Now they're out of field goal range. Now we got blocking confusion. Um... We got passing guys off to literally nobody. Right. Like, it, so when I say bad blocking, blocking confusion, I mean, okay, now they don't know who to block. Then later I see offensive linemen passing D linemen off to nobody. Mm-hmm. So what is going on up front? You also have, and we saw this last week against Tampa, shout out to these defensive linemen against the Bears that are getting away with this. But they're re- recognizing duo to whiteboard that for you duo is you get two offensive you get a quick double team on an, on a defensive lineman and then one of them climbs, climbs to the, the linebacker, linebacker. <laughs> these d linemen are reading this right away and what and they're doing <laughs> is they're grabbing and it's defensive holding it's technically a penalty that's what you're supposed to that's how you keep but, your mic clean yes but they they get away with it all the time it's really hard to call if you're a referee and so they're reading oh this is definitely duo and they just grab onto the linebacker so he can't climb and the linebacker comes yeah. in and makes the play and it's been happening each of the last two weeks it's not even that hard to diagnose so the, now we got predictability mm-hmm. which is the same thing we saw in the screen game last week mm-hmm. predictability uh dj moore 
Shout out to Justin Fields. Throws an absolute dime 40 yards down the field. That was nasty. It would have been at least a 35-yard completion. The second best throw in the game. And DJ Moore drops it. Yeah. So now on top of all these other offensive issues you have, you have DJ Moore runs a lazy route on one. Another time, it's a great ball from quarterback. He can't make the play. The interception. This just goes back to you are flying through these things. I got stuff to say, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) The offensive line. You have the third starting combination in three weeks. Like who? I got. I would have to go through the league to find out if there's another team. Three weeks in, three starting O line combinations. You're down to your eighth offensive lineman that's playing this game right now. It's. You got two guys that you that, that you expect to start that were starting. One of them, not even the position that you expected him to start in. This offensive line is already in shambles. Like, it, and you just felt okay about it. And I mean, pre-training camp, you felt okay about it. Say, okay, if, if, if we're gonna go, you know, Braxton, Tevin, Cody, Nate, Darnell, if they can get the reps together, I feel okay about what it could be coming out of camp. They never got any of those reps together, and then okay, they get healthy a little late, then Tevin's gone. And then, okay, well, is Nate Davis back or is he not back? Oh, he's back. Okay, but mom passes away and he's got to deal with that. It, listen, this offensive line hasn't had any time to get reps together. And now you got three backups playing in, in a game on the road at Arrowhead with a fresh Chris Jones and, and Patrick Mahomes on the other side. Like, so it's not ideal. It's really funny that you just, like, jumped in there in the middle of, and, and saying I was going too fast through all this and then brought that up because that's, that's, where you're going? that's the same exact thing. If you Sorry, that's about, why you play point. No, I'll no, stay no, over no, here. No, 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 no. I, no, you did the right thing there. What I'm saying is this was great because this is like literally what happened this morning. I got, I'm literally at this point in my notes and Matt Eberflus comes on the radio on mm. ESPN 1000, Jay Hood's interviewing him. And I'm hearing Flus talk about all this. Oh, they didn't play, they didn't play together in the preseason, you know, so we're working through some. Dude, you made that choice. It, I, we sat here on this show when we were debating whether or not Justin Fields and that offense should play against the Colts in the second preseason game. Mm-hmm. And we all tried to give you the benefit of the doubt with those joint practices. Yeah. And we all said they better play next week, yeah. which they did. But I didn't like – I thought they should have played more in the first game. I felt uneasy about the decision not to play him in the second game, and I thought they should have played more in the third game. But the point we made on not playing in the second preseason game was, okay, guys are banged up. Okay, guys are – guess what? That's how it's going to be in the regular season. Absolutely. So for your – Justin Fields wasn't hurt? No. He, you should have seen this coming. Oh, this offensive lineman's out. This guy's out. Oh, we don't have Chase Claypool. Dude – this is how it's going to the be. National Football League. You have to learn how. And then they're saying, oh, well, every other team's dealing with this too. Yes, because that's how it is in the NFL. I, 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 I can't handle another, oh, well, we didn't play in the preseason thing. Like, No, it's we, not cool. Because, because, uh, because you could have. Like, right? nobody, nobody, like, locked y'all up and said you can't go to the game. Like, you could have played. I thought they should have played a half in each of those games. Oh, there's injury risk. There's injury risk every time you put on cleats. It's what it is. It's just what it is. And I, I get it. And we don't want to put them behind a makeshift line. You're going to do it anyway. So can we do it now and, and, and start to get some guys some reps? Oh, Larry Borm's going to have to start at left. He's probably going to have to start at left tackle at some point in this season, too. 
So let's go ahead and get some of this stuff done. Jatari Carter actually had a good preseason and training camp. Yeah. Let's go. Like, it, it's those excuses do not work. You got to foresee some of this stuff and, and prepare for it. All right. So now we get to the interception. Um, Justin Fields, this is where I get back to just everything looking slow. Because mm-hmm. he actually does a really good job of looking Justin Reed off. And recommits to the left, and he's correctly throwing behind him, mm-hmm. but he does it too late. Like it's it's got to be okay. I'm looking. He starts the move. That's when you throw it. Like you almost throw it right at him. Yeah. By the time he actually fires, Reed's able to recover. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he makes an incredible play because yeah. he's a good player. He, he plays on the Chiefs, and they have a they have a good defense. They do. But it's just this sh- constant struggle for me with Justin Fields for him to understand NFL open and NFL timing. Like, it's it's just, and I understand it's so easy for me to sit here and look at the film and say it's it's not easy to do. I'm not saying it is. No, it's, but that's what not, it is, though. But like, that's that, what that, the job that, is. Somebody said it's easy. It's 32 of y'all do this in the world, right? Clearly, it's not easy, but that is what is required. And I think he just hasn't had the opportunity to to catch up to it, right? You come out of Ohio State, and there's my offensive line is better than all your defensive line. I can sit back here for 10 seconds if I want to, but I don't have to because I've got Olave and I've got all these guys that are going to get wide open as soon as the snap goes. And so – Boom, they're gone. They're wide open. I don't have to worry about what's NFL open. They're, they're, they're wide open anyway. And so I can be late. I can be early. I can sit back here and come back later. That's not the case in the National Football League. And it's especially not the case when you're the quarterback of the Bears and you don't have an elite offensive line and you don't have elite talent outside. Now, you do, you do have now, some now, I think. But be, the first two years, you didn't. So I just don't think he's had the opportunity to get the proper habits at this level to say, okay, this is what anticipation looks like. This is what open looks like. I can't throw this thing once I see him completely gone out of the picture. I got to throw this thing once I believe he's vacating that space and I understand where my guy's coming to. That's when the ball has to come out. Those are when you see those elite level throws that are like, whew. And unfortunately, that's the one thing, and I've been saying this now for a few weeks, and it goes back to the preseason where when people are like, are you out on Justin Fields? No. But the one thing I have kind of made a conclusion with and learned that's just going to yeah. be what it is is yeah. that he's not going to be a quarterback that throws with great anticipation and that it's that going to be methodical. And it just sucks because that, sucks. that limits the ceiling right there. That, that, that limits the ceiling quite a bit. Now, do I still think he should be better than he is? Absolutely. Do I think this coaching staff should be finding ways to use this talent? He's so talented in ways where they should be getting more out of him. I do. Um, but when, when I see this last play, and uh, I'm sorry, one more thing, and then, and then th- th- this last thing, which I, I, I'm usually not a screenshot guy, but I had to put this on Twitter mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. because for the second week in a row, we see like this bubble to a wide receiver on the outside where the numbers, it's two on four. And I'm looking at the film, and you could see Justin checks to it. And so that's scary, right? Except for the fact that I ran this by somebody who knows. Mm-hmm. And, like, he makes the right read. The DB comes inside. He's reading the box. And there's too many guys in the box. Mm-hmm. So he's supposed to he's check to get the outside. pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, the pass is a play that has no chance. So that's play design. You're giving him two zero plays. Answers. Yes, you're giving him two plays of the line of scrimmage, and both plays suck. There are zero 
answers. There have to be answers to these things. Not like football, at the end of the day, it's a simple game. And it's numbers and it's matchups. And you have to be able to create favorable matchups and create situations where your numbers are better than the opposition's numbers. And when you got four defenders against two offensive players, it's not in your favor. Now, how can they have you outman in the box and have you outman outside the hash? <laughs> like, like it, it's – come on, man. We got to have an answer somewhere else. To me, it seems like there needs to be a there's – there's got to be a run that we can check to away from that, right? There's got to be a run away from that that we can check to. If they've got four guys out here basically at the snap, we have to have numbers running to the right. We have to. Like, it would seem like we should be able to. And and that's what I said last week on the end around of Velas against the Bucks that went nowhere where they didn't have the numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's man coverage because the guy's running with them. How is that not an automatic give to the running back? And on that play, I had to trust that it's not Justin not reading that. That's a simple read if, there's a, if the read's in there. Sure. Because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's running with the guy we put in motion. That's a handoff. But that's obviously not what's built into the play. Otherwise, he would have done it. I mean, that's... That's like basic JV crap. No, nah, that's exactly that's 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 real simple football. Uh, so, um, I'm tired of having these Monday headaches trying to go through this. Uh, the grand conclusion of only me go- been 13 in a row, Adam. Relax. <laughs> it's only been 13 straight Mondays. Like just well, relax. This, this leads to the question that's in our headline on the show today because I, the point of me going through all that, guys, is not to like just bring everybody down more. And I understand everybody watched it themselves, but like. It's literally everything. Like, what did I just go through there? Receivers, tight end, O-line, quarterback, play calling. (laughs) I I, I mean, it's it's literally everything that could possibly go wrong within one offense. And I think that ultimately that does come back to coaching more so than anything else. But how is Justin Fields supposed to – I'm not even going to say thrive, survive Mm – in this environment, this situation, and I'm not trying to take blame off him, man. He's been bad through three oh, weeks. Got to right? wear it. But I don't know how anybody's good in this situation, and and I can they save him? I don't. It doesn't seem like it, dude. I I hate it, but it, I don't know how they could flip this switch right now, because this looks like this looks like when a rookie comes up in baseball mm-hmm. and hits like 400 mm-hmm. for a month. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden goes in a massive slump because the other team's making adjustment, right. and then they they can't adjust. You don't back. know how to adjust back, right? And that's what this is. Yeah, they 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 unlocked Justin in the middle of last season. Everyone adjusted. It looked bad at the by the end of the year, and it's continued to look bad after an off season where you had that period to figure out what the adjustment was going to be. They yeah. don't have an adjustment. No, they have they haven't they haven't figured it out. It's a great analogy because now you're getting nothing but curveballs blowing away and he keeps swinging at that like and it's like I, I, I am I out on Justin Fields no because the talent is there the talent has always been there I think the I think the I think the mental makeup or the, the work ethic I think that part of it is there but I, I also it's it's getting close to being out on the situation or out on the optimism because I don't know that collectively they're going to find the answer to this thing. And I don't know that you hit the reset button and say, oh, get him a new OC or get him a new head coach. I'm like, hold on. The kids had two OCs, two head coaches. Are you going to hit another button on them again? And then is that does that reset the clock? Like, I don't, I don't know, you know, how, how long this goes. There's a, there's a running joke 
in 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 the community where it's like, yo, how long does it take black people to leave something? When they're like, I'm out, all right? And it's like, I'm leaving. And then it's like two hours later, you're leaving. Because you're like, okay, I'm leaving. And then you stand here and you, you shoot the crap for a while. Then you get up and you okay, I'm going to go grab my shoes. And then you shoot the crap for a little while. And then you're in the, now you're in the parking lot. I mean, in the backyard, you shoot the crap. And then you get to the car and you're still talking. Like, I'm, that's where I'm at. It's like, all right, y'all, I'm going to go, right? But I'm not leaving, leaving. Like, I'm, I'm going to go. But I still might be here for another hour. Because yeah. I, I don't want to. Well, also, don't we don't have leave. a choice. I mean, what are they going to do? I don't want to leave because it's not him. I, I mean, it's him. The, he's the guy taking those snaps. He's the guy making those throws. I'm not absolving him of anything. But I don't know that. I don't know who succeeds in the situation that he's been placed in. I don't know who succeeds in that situation. Well, and that's the, that's the hard part because if I'm meeting with my staff this morning trying to figure out a solution or how to make this better i i don't think they have any answers yeah and i i i'm i i you know i see all the answers about resetting and i see i'm hearing the 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 beijing conversation it's like yeah, cool bring if that's what you want to do bring the kid in right like but you think that's an answer? Well, we're right. We're, it's just, okay, now we're going to throw another rookie quarterback out there? Come on. It, with all these other problems that – and and uh, w- what that would be is just a complete Hail Mary, which yeah. is like maybe after <laughs> 104 years, they found this guy from D2 from Shepherd, D2 and this Shepherd. is just – And he's your decade for – he's your quarterback for a decade. I mean, at that point – he pretty much would be the Messiah, I guess, because like that's how. Like, yeah, like come on, that's how unlikely that that's actually what's going to be the 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 thing that suddenly out of nowhere after all these years and decades is like the solution with with everything I just laid out. That's not all Justin's fault. The bad blocking, not knowing who to block, passing guys off to nobody. Wide receivers running lazy routes, dropping balls. Like Bajan isn't going to have a better option to check to than Justin had to check to. Right. When he, when he, when he throws the screen to on four. He's still throwing the same ball. It's not a better option for him, and the system is what it is. Uh, so I, I just find it hard to believe that that changes anything. So uh, I don't know, man. Listen, I, all I'm saying is the three years that Justin Fields has been on this team, I'd bet my life – he isn't the biggest problem here. He isn't the reason why the three, the last, you know, two and a quarter years have looked the way they've looked. It's not, it's not, he's a part of it. He is a part of it. His signature is on it. But solely or even the biggest reason, no. No. Um, all right, we got a lot of super chats to get to. And um, I have some things on Matt, and Matt Eberflus we have to talk about, too, because yes, this, this focus has not been enough on him so far. We also have to talk about one of the sickest throws I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Was it from this game? It was from this game. Justin Fields, that, that throw to DJ Moore was the second best throw of the game. But there was an absolutely filthy, filthy throw in that game, and I can't, I, I, we got to talk about it. Okay. I'm excited. That's a good, that's a good tease. Uh, in the meantime, are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are – we got some great news for you because Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Fox Lake, they've joined the CHGO team at Ray CDJR. You'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find 
unforgettable savings right now during jeep adventure days at ray cdjr in fox lake you'll be able to take up to 15 percent off msrp on all new 2023 jeep gladiator models that's not all now through september 30th explore their newly renovated showroom take advantage of breathtaking deals as they celebrate their grand reopening i was there a couple weeks ago for the grand reopening the place place looks outstanding um they always have fun things going on uh jeeps on the run is also something you want to check out right now jeeps on the run.com the rat they're getting raffle tickets uh all going to charity ray donated the the wrangler for the whole thing um so go check that out. And um, if you're in the market for a newer vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram because they're the only team we recommend here at CHGO. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR at Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. Serving the community since 1963. Um, all right. Hang on here. As we go, we we're going solo today. Her game time. Let's do yes, it. Yes, thank you. Let's do it. Thank you. I was trying to figure out what the next one was. Um, if you went to Kansas City yesterday, I know you did hurt, but I was there. A lot of fans went. I hope they use game time. Um, I hope that if they're planning to come out to our tailgate this weekend, which is still going to be a good time, we got our crew coming in from DNVR this week with the Broncos. Okay. Um, That's right. So, so hey, this might be a good week. Come check out the tailgate. I have a feeling there's some Bears fans that might be wanting to unload tickets at this point. Game time is your place to go. Takes all the worrying, all the hassle out of buying tickets for your next big event. They got tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater, theater events, anything you need. They have killer last-minute deals. If you go on the app, you check out the flash deals. You slide the little yellow button that pops up. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see the flash deals um, as they pop up. It automatically gives you the best price tickets, the best value that you can get in the stadium in that moment. And you can also see the view from your seat before you buy the tickets so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code CH. HGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CHGO, and you'll get $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That is sweet. All right, what was the best throw? Best throw of the game. It comes from, of course, it comes from Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Shocked. I thought you were going to surprise me there with a field's throw. I love the field's throw down the right side that, that DJ Moore dropped. That was a sick throw, too. But this throw was pure filth i know it's the one he he's in the pocket he climbs up a little bit steps to his right a little bit and on the run just throws a seat that he just kind of dropped over to the tight end who was running the over route hit him on the sideline that throw listen that throw was so crazy like when he let it go i didn't know i'm like who's he who's he because I, I saw the over route. Oh, there's no way he's making that throw. And the guy that was on the sideline, this, the trajectory of the throw wasn't going to him. I'm like, what is he doing? And he puts it – he couldn't have walked it down there and handed it to him any better. On the run, fading to his right, just and perfect, pure filth. I was sitting next to some Chiefs reporters, and I just kind of leaned back in my seat. I said, y'all get to see that kind of shit every week? Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like that. That's that's sounds nice. That's crazy. And 
you know, on the road, you know, Ryan Paul's just, you know, sitting right, right behind me. But I'm just like, yo, that's, that is filth. Like, that, like, <laughs> like that you come, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, and I was talking to Jaquan and Jalen and Jalen Johnson in the locker room after. And they were like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I don't even know what to do with that. And, and no, there's nothing you can do. Jalen was like, no, he was like, he was like, he was like, I, I went and told whoever was covering. He was like, I went and told him, was like, bro, just flush that. Forget it. There's nothing you can do on that. He's like, that is a crazy crazy throw that that Patrick Mahomes is different man well and the amazing thing about that play too is he you said he's throwing it to the tight end yeah he's not wasn't throwing it to Kelsey no it's 83 84 which which one of those guys I I forget it was Noah Gray who wears 83 or Blake Bell who's 81 but they they kept Kelsey in to block Yannick Ngakwe on that play one-on-one problem number one yeah well, I mean, that's a if you should be able to win that battle, but that just goes to show you. So they can actually keep Kelsey in to block and still and throw pick it to up thirty-seven yards, tight end, thirty-seven yards downfield because the quarterback's that good. Dude, must that be nice. Must be nice. Patrick Mahomes is special. They're going to win the Super Bowl again because the defense is good too. Yeah, the defense might be better. <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah, and they still have Mahomes. It's not cool. Uh, it's not cool. Maybe I'll have to make a trip to the playoff to their playoff game, since I, you know, didn't get to make the trip for this one. Well, you know they're gonna, you know they're gonna host the AFC Championship, yeah. so just, just buy, we'll go get that right now. now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. You've hosted um, five in a row or something like that. It's crazy. All right, so when things get bad, you often hear head coaches uh, just reach a. I wouldn't necessarily call it a breaking point, but. Um, where they kind of run out of things to say, and they're just like, you know what? At the end of the day, your record's what your record says you mm-hmm. are. Not, not. We got rubber band man. He is not breaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> We're gonna come together as a team. Um, but here's just some numbers that I can see don't always tell the whole story. But so Matt Eberflus is three and seventeen. Mm. As head coach mm. of the Chicago Bears, I watched Hogan Johns, and it was like, um, Mark Tressman was what seventeen and nineteen, thirteen <laughs> and nineteen, whatever it was, and it was like he's three and seventeen. I was like, oh, my oh yeah, like that's goodness, three and seventeen. They've lost thirteen games in a row. Matt Eberflus is just the eighth coach in the Super Bowl era. To lose 13 in a row. Think about how many coaches get fired every year. And he's only the eighth in the Super Bowl era to lose 13 games in a row. Sucks, man. And then then there's this tweet that I wanted to bring up, too, because it's, okay, they're rebuilding. You're not always, you know, it's almost like a pitcher. How can you really? I mean, in football, it is wins and losses. But even if you want to make excuses, this is the stuff that especially has me concerned. This is from uh, Ali Connolly on Twitter, and a bunch of people send me this. Um, The Bears' defense over the last two seasons combined. Remember, this is what Matty Reflus is. This is what he hangs his head on. Defense. This is the system. Mm Mm-hmm. They are 32nd in EPA per play. Mm. Um, that's expected points added per play, by the way. It basically, mm-hmm. is just a measurement of are you doing something to scoring good? or not? <laughs> yeah. Are you adding to your chances of scoring? Or are you not? Every single play, the offense adds to their chance of scoring against this team, yes. basically. 
You are dead last in EPA per play. You are 32nd in drop back EPA per play. Um, you are last in pressure rate. Mm. Your last pressure rate with a four-man rush. Mm-hmm. You are last in sacks per game. Mm-hmm. And you are last in yards conceded per coverage snap. I mean, it is just... Is that bad? It, it, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it, is, it is the opposite of good. I just... Listen, you... There's no I, dressing this up, I guess, is my point. No, I, I, you, you have you have like say, okay, last year they weren't trying to win, right? They get rid of their best two players on defense or their most proven players on defense. Cool, understood, right? So you, you, get, you put some of that in there. Not all of it, put some of that in there. But the idea was now you've added an influx of talent. I remember asking Flues and Poses when they came and did their joint press conference you know sometime in the summer and i was like yo or in the spring like yo last year polls you put him in a tough position to win right you stripped it down to the studs cool not a whole lot of pressure flus this year he gives you an influx of talent does that pressure now flip to you as the head coach and it's like you can't like these three weeks factor into those numbers too that's that's on you yeah. That's on you. And so last year you get a pass, we'll strip this thing down. You don't get a pass anymore. And I don't think you get a I don't think you get a ten game losing streak pass last year either. That's that's crazy. That's hard to do in this league. Guys, it's hard to win ten in a row, but I would say it may be equally hard to lose ten in a row. As a few years ago, Lovey Smith went down to Houston after getting fired from Illinois. Uh, they didn't have any talent down no. uh, down there. I know they dra- they ended up drafting some talent after well, that. They were but actively trying to make them lose, right? Wasn't it, the owner yes. like against? And I don't have those numbers up in front of me, but they, they he was able to make it a respectable defense to the point that when once again they couldn't find anybody to come and coach the team for the second year in a row, they promoted him to head coach. Now. He's a professional football coach. He got fired here at ten and six, and I'm not trying to do any revisionist history. I think most people were out on him at that time, even though he was 10-6. and six. So it's easy now to say, oh, they fired Lovey at 10-6. and six. Most people were out at that time. They retired the offense, not matching the defense. But still, 10 wins, you know what I mean? Like, he's a professional coach, and I don't know that we've had one since. Well, and, and my point of bringing that up wasn't like they should, like, hire Lovey or anything. It's just that, like, good coaches can go somewhere and install their system, and you start to see right. signs of hope. Right. Okay, Vic Fangio came here and had nothing to work with, basically. The cupboard was bare. Yeah. And you could watch them and be like, okay, I see what they're doing here. Like, there's... See what's happening you get here. This, you get this thing some talent, and it's going to be damn. It's going to be... Like, this system... And he developed talent, too. Roy Robertson Harris was an, was an out-of-position, 240-pound lineman linebacker out of... Texas L, wherever he came from, UTEP, UTEP, I think. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he turns himself into a pretty good D-line in this league, gets himself some money from the Jaguars. Like, your system, your ability to develop players, you can see that quickly. You know what yes. I mean? Even before you flip the whole roster over, you can see, oh, I like where this is going, or I don't. I mean, this ain't working defensively. That's why I know he had a lead with Justin Fields and all that offensive stuff, but – you cannot be dead last in every, everything. Every category. Everything. 20 games in. Everything. 20 games. <laughs> it's not cool. 
that's not a small sample size anymore. No, and I think, listen, I said two weeks ago here that they had two more weeks left to sell this optimism. And, oh, it's all fine, and we're on the same page, and, you know, nobody's, no, nobody's flinching, and nobody... You had two more weeks to sell this. I said, everybody expects you to go to Kansas City and lose. I don't know if they expected to get rolled like you did, but everybody expected you to go to Kansas City and lose. And then I said, Denver, they come here and beat you on your home field. That's when the bottom falls out on this thing. And so I'll stick with that. And I'll say, I'll hold off for seven more days. I'll hold off for seven more days on the idea of this thing being completely done because let's just just play – advocate for a second they show up on sunday they get a win yeah right you get a bad denver team who just gave up 70 and they're coming to your crib as a as a favorite <laughs> you are a home dog to a team that just gave up 70 that's amazing that is amazing okay but cool let's say they come here you get a dub fine all is well. You feel good in the locker room. Short week, you ride that wave on to D.C. and you beat a commander's team that is beatable. Yep. Cool. Now, oh, the arrogance that's, that's going to come out of that press conference, we all, we're all stupid. <laughs> Told you, right? You guys were ready to bury us. You guys wanted us fired and you guys wanted, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Bajent. Um, now they're two and three. And they get 10 days off to take a breath, regroup, put up a good game plan for a division rival at home against Minnesota. Give yourself a fighting chance to win that game. They're 0-3 as well. It's not a good football team. I mean, to be fair, they're 0-3, and they're, I think they're minus 13 in the points. It's not Bears 0-3. Yeah. It's not Bears 0-3. But, you know, you, I'm, I, you, I'm trying to sell you something okay. here, Law. Okay? okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. My bad. Right? My bad. You put together a game plan against a familiar opponent at home. Could they find themselves three and three in three weeks? Could they find themselves three and three in three weeks? In a, is there a reasonable scenario that says they could be three and three in Here's three weeks? Here's why that answer is no. Because Justin Jefferson's still going to be running around the field that, that day. He is a problem. I mean, I don't know how they're going to keep – Kirk Cousins – is on pace to throw for 6,000 yards right now, and they're 0-3. Especially when the tight end can block your number one DN. And you could say the Broncos' <laughs> defense giving up 70, the Vikings can't stop anybody, but where, where in this offensive film does it give you any hope that the Bears are going to be able to put up 20? Yeah. I, I, I just... I I get, I I get what you're selling, but here's the other thing I was selling it. Yeah, but here's the other thing. Oh, I, oh and six might be more likely. I don't even. I'm, think I'm you, just trying to sell you something. I don't even think you need to have them win two games in five days mm-hmm. or whatever that is mm-hmm. for them to try to sell you something. They could be zero and five, and they will go into that mini buy <laughs> being like, "Remember last year we went in the mini buy? Well, yeah, we got yeah. do some self scouting. We we we're gonna flip this thing around just like we did last year." Know how many games they've won since then? Fields, Fields, came, one. To the, Fields came to the podium <laughs> last night and said, hey, Lions are 1-6 last year. Almost made the playoffs. Yeah. I went through that on yesterday's show. Okay, yeah. The, the first four games last year were one-score games. Yeah. They can were we? scoring 30-something points per game. Yeah, I saw you. I heard you. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm just listening. I know. I know. I, I just – I can't I'm, do that. I'm, I'm, I, you, know what, you know what the problem is? I'm trying to sell me. 
right? Yeah, I know what I'm you're trying doing. to sell me. There's they're like, we got 14 more weeks. I'm like, we got 14 more weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, dude, I, I don't want this, right? And I was I, I was I was listening to you and John's, and I talked to two other, you know, more veteran reporters on this beat than me last night after the game, and it was like, yo, how long have you been doing this? And they're like, yeah, it nothing ever changed. I'm like, and you I don't have anything to say to them now. And this is this, this is my third year yeah. on this yeah. beat. And I, I'm like, I don't have nothing to say to y'all, bro. It's like, how have you done this for X amount of years and continue? I felt like, I told him, I said, I said it feels like I just got to prison. I'm talking to a lifer. It's like, yeah, mm, <laughs> just get used to it. That's the food and that's, like, <laughs> that's the warden and that's what it is. And like, oh, my God. I, it's I don't know. So I'm trying to sell myself that this thing could possibly get better. And so I'm saying I got I'm, I'm holding on as long as I can. Seven more days. Yeah. If we're sitting here, if I'm in this seat, 0-4 next week, I'll let it all fly. I got to I got to give him I got to give him seven more days. Cause I said I said I would 14 days ago. So seven more days. They get a chance to get a win against Denver and then feel good about themselves going to Washington if they can pull out those two wins in those five days, then they, they give a chance to say, hey, we told you so. Okay, wait, so how, while we're selling things, as long as we're selling things, how about, Brooklyn how about this? Region. How about we get the win on Sunday against the Broncos? Sure. We go beat the Commanders sure. somehow, and now we're two and three, and then we clean house. Can we do that? No. Damn it. No, that, that, so that's the problem with my, that's the problem <sighs> with, with my advocacy, right? If if what I'm saying by by some stroke of miracle happens and they get these two wins and they make they find a way to steal one from Minnesota and they are three and three, we're all wrong, right? I'm not. Oh, we yeah. aren't. Yeah. But we're all wrong. Yeah. They're all right. All this thing is part fluce. Back on par for back in the race for coach of the year. Fields back in the race for MVP. Polls made all the right moves. Pushed all the right buttons. And all of us are stupid. <laughs> I'll wear it. I'll wear it. That's what you want, right? We'll all be stupid. Just go win. Just go that's win, I man. Can't, yeah, I can't. I just – that's what I said going in the, the game yesterday, though. I was like, at least there's football to watch, and then five minutes into the game. Oh, this game's over. I put out a poll, and I, I, I should have put it out before the game. I think I put it out in the first quarter. But I should have put it out before the game because I was really polling the reporters in the, in the press box two hours before the game. Like, do y'all think Mahomes is playing in the fourth quarter? And uh, – People were like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I put out a poll. Like, do you think Mahomes is going to be playing in the fourth quarter? I think it was like 90. I haven't even checked it since yesterday, but I think it was like 97%. Like, no. <laughs> no. Like, this game, this game will be decided by then, and it's certainly, certainly. What was decided in the second quarter, I mean, they were, it, they were down 21 to nothing. And what was even cra- what was crazy about that 21 to nothing is it, it didn't feel like they were getting – it didn't feel like they were playing terrible at 21 to nothing. But then they're, they're down 21 nothing with three minutes left. And then it's 34 nothing at half. Yeah. Like, they put up 13 on you in three minutes. And they really could have put up 20 or at least 17. Like, is Oh, you know what? I forgot my notes. They had the two delay game penalties. The one coming out of a timeout. Love that. Too. That's they, my they went one. full. They went. They did, I think they did that just out of respect for Matt Nagy being on the opposite sideline. <laughs> <laughs> it was just their own little tribute. Hey, um. You know, these are times where we're really happy that we are supported by Goose Island Beer Company here yes, at CSU. Right there. Herb knows what's up. Chicago's beer since 1988. He's got the beer hug going right now. Uh, Oktoberfest is a good way to go right now in these fall days. 312 Wheat Ale. 
the full pocket pills at the Goose IPA going yesterday. 9.9. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say it's an interesting, interesting choice for the noon hour, but good well, for nine, you. 9.9. Do, you know, do you know what I do for a living? It's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's amazing. I'm not a raging alcoholic. That's <laughs> 0.1 less than the Bears scored points yesterday. Yes. Yes. Is what that is. Uh, you're just paying tribute. Uh, <laughs> grab Ultra Fresh Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clyburn Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. And if you're still brave enough to uh, want some merch, things like that. Foco? Oh, was it Foco? I thought it was Fubo. Oh, I don't know. I'm struggling with this today. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Is it? Uh, it is Fubo. It is Fubo. Okay. Well, Foco here. Well, thanks to Foco, too, for the set decoration, yeah, appreciate as, it. as always. Um, yes, it is Fubo TV, 140 plus live channels, sports, shows, movies, news. Let me emphasize the shows, movies, and news. If you don't want to watch football right now, I can't blame you. But if you do, they got you covered with all the sports. You can stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. They have marquee, which is key right now with yeah. the Cubs in their playoff push. Six games go left. Go Cubs, go. Let's go. Get the, down there to ATL and hold it down. Yeah, the one we team it. we got to celebrate right now, uh, uh, Fubo's going to take you there. So be ready. Watch. Uh, start watching immediately with a free trial. They make it super easy. There's no contract. There's no cable. No hassle. Just sign up. Start watching. You get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge, and you can watch your teams while traveling, which is great. Plenty of college football coming up on Saturday. Your NFL games. You can get the NFL Network. You can get Red Zone. It's all there for you. Um, and come up this week in the Ryder Cup. So you got that to look forward to as well. Watch all of your favorite college football and the NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com chgo to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right. You a binge watcher? Uh, not this time of year, No, but I mean, I binge watch bad football. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. But, uh, yeah, in the, in the off season for sure. Yeah. yeah I'm a, I'm a, I'm a binge watcher, man. I don't mind watching the series like late. I'll get on it late and then I'll watch the whole series yeah. in like month or two. I just got on, um, the good doctor. Oh, come on. A phenomenal show. Oh my oh. god! I got it on action. I've seen that one. I was coming back from watching bad football Good somewhere, yeah. and it was on the in-flight entertainment. And so I put it on. And I saw three episodes, and I was like, "Yo, Sean Murphy is my dude! Like, let's go!" And I've been I've, I've been watching it ever since. And so I've gone through like whatever is the six seasons or seven seasons. I've done it in those few weeks since I since I caught it on a plane back from bad football. I mean, there are so many better shows than The Good Doctor. No, The Good Doctor is phenomenal. Let's not be disrespectful. Okay. What better shows? I don't know. Somebody th- throw, you your, throw, throw, throw your favorite binge watch shows in the chat. Have you watched The Who? Succession, Reservoir no, Dogs, Succession. What We Do in the Shadows. No. I don't know that. Have you Only watched The Wire? It's fine. Because I don't even know if we should have a conversation if you haven't watched The Wire. The, my favorite show of all time. Okay, now we're good. Yeah, we're on the, the same page. The Wire is the best show ever. Love it. My wife and I, we started binge watching Outlander. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cheesy, but. It's good, though? Yeah, it's a good. It's my wife likes a lot, and I put up with it enough. It's good. All right, got to put it in the, the, fo- the, put it in the football machine. Yeah. The acting is not great, but it's uh, it, 
we got to the uh, they only have the first five seasons on Netflix and Ball then you feel suits like, for sure. I'm kind of glad we got through the end of the fifth season. Well, I'll just say that. Flashpoint Zero. Only Barris football can make the good doctor seem good. The That's good doctor is phenomenal, about. man. Y'all got y'all got to back up off of me and Sean Murphy on that one. That's a great point. All right, let's get to some of these super chats. I know we got a ton. We got plenty. We'll start with the big big dogs here. Uh, the Bears bastard, 1999. Been a diehard fan since I was five years old. Blindly supporting this team no matter what. Not blindly optimistic, but unconditionally supportive. I'm 29 now, and I'm running out of gas, finding it impossible to support lately. It's a quarter century of misery. That's a quarter century of misery. I don't know. Add another 20 years and talk to me. Still. By the way, they're starting to nationally catch on on this. I don't know why it's taking so long, but I was listening to Bill Simmons coming down. He was talking about how they got to throw the Bears into, like, these – franchises that are just you know we always talk about the browns mm-hmm. and the lions these mm-hmm. sad nfl franchises like and he brought up the point he's like there are 40 year olds that don't have any memory of the 85 bears right like and i'm 37 yeah. and i was yeah i was born three months after the super bowl Me like too. I, are you an april baby yeah i'm april 11 when are you that's my dad's birthday yeah Sweet. april 16th Let's look go. at that Aries gang let's go i knew we were always here from jump yeah. and i'm 37 so we were born five days five apart. Days apart. Wow. What a great week in history that was. It, it's yeah. phenomenal. I mean, if you think about it. It's in fact, put it on the calendar. It's it's like a it's like a vacation week now. Like it's like <laughs> it's right. a holiday. That's okay. just putting it on the calendar. Let's I go. Mean, the world changed that week in April '86. No no I doubt. mean, that's that's fantastic. Um yeah, the Bears got bad. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, were they've on, been bad they were since. on top of the world. <laughs> And maybe it's us. Yeah. Maybe we got here the wrong time. It might actually be our problem. I've always thought I'm such a big Bears fan because my mom is huge, huge, huge Bears fan, always has been in her life. And it's like, so I'm I'm riding with her literally that whole season that she's like super excited and jumping around. So I got here like, wait, what was all that excitement? Those guys? Okay, I love those guys too. All right. And so, but it's it's a long time. But I think to answer answer to your point about what Bill Simmons is saying, I just don't think that the, the fan base has accepted it. So you yeah. like you talk you go to like Cleveland, I mean they'll ride with the team, but they've resigned to the fact that we suck and we've always sucked. You know what I mean? Uh, the Bengals Stadium used to be empty or people had paper bags on it. The New Orleans Saints they were the New Orleans Aints for a long time. People just kind of accepted it. We've never accepted that here. The we've bungles, always been like oh no the Bungles in uh, Cincinnati. They the Bungles, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We, we we've we've just kind of accepted that. Like no, next year watch us. We're gonna show you. And then every now and then. Right, you roll the dice, and 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 you get seven. It's like, oh, see, told you, told you. Yeah, and then and then we fall right back down. Yeah, the Bears haven't gotten to like White Sox territory, where pretty much any White Sox fan will tell you right now, you, yeah. yeah, this ain't gonna change until no. ownership changes. No, we we all know that. There are no yeah. sell the team Bears jerseys. They're sell the team socks. They're sell the team bull yeah. shirts. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that actually brings me to. Um, uh, let me pause the super chats for a second to bring this up because it was a great note from Kevin Kaduck in his newsletter this morning that was sent out. He brought up this. I hadn't thought about it like this. Um, so point number six, I think he has 10, 10 thoughts in there for you to read in his newsletter. If you're signed up for that, uh, go to allchcho.com. You can also read this there. But he wrote, in addition to the Roonies in Pittsburgh, Clark Hunt is proof positive that NFL franchises can survive and thrive after a generational transfer. Mm. Hunt became CEO of the Chiefs a year earlier than George McCaskey. 
became president of the Bears. Clark Hunt has nine playoff appearances, eight division titles, three Super Bowl appearances, and two Lombardi trophies to show for it. McCaskey has hired four head coaches, three GMs, and traded up twice in the draft to select a quarterback, all while not seeing his team win a single playoff game. Is there an heir apparent? For the Bears? Yeah. Um, that's the big question. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. Kevin Warren, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, please. And it's Isn't like, this what you were hired for? I was listening to you guys on 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 Hogan Johnson and 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 Papa Johnson made a great point. He's like, yo, like, listen. I know we're all on the Kevin Warren train. And so am I. Um, he's like, he's he's never done this either, right? He's yeah. never been president of an NFL franchise either. I mean, he did the Big Ten, and he did the stadium in, in, in Minnesota and all that. But president of an NFL franchise, this is his first time. This is Poles' first time. This is Flus' first time. This is Getsy's first time. Got a lot which is, of which is a first timers problem with the Bears. It's always like, let's hire... It's because they always think they know something that nobody else does. Yeah. They always think that we, we know something that nobody else knows. We can unlock something that somebody else couldn't. If Mike Tomlin said Claypool was done, he was probably done. If Bill Belichick said to kill Harry was done, he was probably done. Yeah. The Bears like, no. No, we can fix we'll that. We'll fix it. We can fix that. <laughs> you okay. know, and I saw this in the chat earlier. There was someone who brought up Eberflus. Uh, and remember his last year in – Indy, they couldn't get a stop. They collapsed that year. Carson Wentz is their Jaguars. quarterback. They go to Jacksonville with the with their with their playoff life on the line and get smoked. And what did that remind you of? When they hired Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy was coming off that playoff loss mm-hmm. in the wild card mm-hmm. round to the Titans at home at, at Arrowhead. Home. When the play calling and he was calling the plays was terrible. Terrible. And they had a lead and they blew a 17-point lead. That part was like why does this feel so familiar? Poetic justice. Like, it's... Yeah. Let's get back to these Super Chats, man. Yeah, go for it. Where are we at? Oh, uh, we got the, we're going to hit the Duke, because he just chimed in here to say, April babies, huh? That means your parents did it in July. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Pop, for, for shooting the club up in July, making me an Aries. <laughs> All right, let's get back to some uh, another $20 from Seth Crane. I don't know what to say. I live in Missouri and never get to see the games anymore. I go to this game and I'm expecting a loss, but optimistic for a good game. I can write a book on all the things wrong in this game, sideline, pregame. Can I tell you a thought that popped in my head? I, I've been to Lambeau many times. Mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to sit in the stands there, though. I've mm-hmm. always just sat really? in the press box. And every year I look at the schedules, I try to line it up. I'm like... Which game could I potentially just buy a ticket to mm. and go? They play on Thursday night against the Lions. You think about going and up I'm there? And I'm like, the weather should be nice. This Thursday? Yeah. Am I breaking some type of code if I do that? No. I just I was, want to get in my car and go up to Lambo and experience it as a fan for once. I almost lied to you and said I'd go with you. We can make a thing. <laughs> but I, do it. I, I don't want to go. <laughs> Have you seen those? They've got high school bleachers. I'm not going there. Yeah, no. I know. It doesn't. I'm, doing that. I, I'm not buying one of those Green Bay Packer back things either. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> talk me out of it, Bears have, fans. Have a good time, man. Because part of me feels like, you know. No, I don't want to go there. It'll be better than, I don't want to go It'll there. be better than going there week 18 when it's going to be. Well, right. 40 below and eight inches of snow. If I'm ever going to do it, this feels like the time to do it. Just get in the car, drive three hours. 
Go for it, man. The tickets are probably cheaper on a Thursday because people have to travel from all over the state to go to Lambeau. Go for it's it. It's a work day for them. Go for it. Yeah. I want that for it's you. It's a decent game against the Lions. Decent, sure. Uh, here's uh, 1999 from George McSuxies. <laughs> Terrible thought, but what if the Allen Williams situation is no inappropriate activity? Could be anything. What if it leads to an NFL investigation and the Bears lose their first rounders as punishment? Hey, 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 you take that $20 and you get out of here. Yeah. Okay? Don't you, don't you, don't you do that. Yeah. Just for the record, my understanding on this thing is this is like an internal, like yeah, no. for any company, right? Any company. Yeah, you, this isn't punishable by the law or the league. There, the, uh, there, there does not appear to be any NFL investigation or criminal investigation, at least that I, I have gotten wind of. This sounds like an internal um, Chicago Bears situation. So yeah. I, I don't expect that to happen. But at this point, I don't blame Bears fans for. There's so much floating around on it, and I've gotten it all. I've heard it all, and I've heard about it before. That the day it broke early that morning, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not putting any of that out." It was just, it was just, it was all over the place, and it yeah. was everything from concerning to disturbing. And I, I, I refuse to hop into that cesspool of, of of rumors. But we'll see what comes. We'll see what comes. All right, Herb, you want to read some of these? Yeah, Let I do. Super chat. Logan Cox says. I know DJ had the drop, but everything besides that has been great. Why don't we take an elite wide receiver approach and force feed 12 to 17 targets a game? It can't hurt anything. Make him happier and open up everything for the rest of the offense. I am in full agreement with you, Logan. I think that DJ Moore should step off the bus with 15 targets. I've said that since the week one when he had two. That's unbelievable. You brought him here to be a legitimate number one. He has the skill. He has the ability. We talked about it all summer, the great chemistry between him and Justin, and they were force-feeding the ball all summer long. And then you get to the game, you're like, psych! You're not really throwing him the ball. I'm with you. 12 to 17 sounds like a great range. I think 15 targets a game should be expected. I'm with you on that. Here's – so I don't I, – I, I, I agree. But here's what's also concerning to me. Darnell Mooney, zero catches, one target. One target. Now, I, I get – that I think we have a habit here in Chicago of overrating the talent that's here because we don't know what a Tyreek Hill looks like. <laughs> we, we don't know what a Patrick Mahomes looks like yeah. in, in our own city. And we always want to believe, like right now, Jaquan Brisker is going to be the next great oh. Mike Brown-like safety. Like, I get it, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, we, it's, it's hope. It goes back to that conversation we were having earlier, right? But I'm sorry, Darnell Mooney is better than this. He's better. They they gotta find a way to get him the ball. You have it's not just DJ Moore. You have Darnell Mooney too. You should be able if they're covering DJ Moore to the point that you can't force feed him 12 targets a game. Then D, then Darnell Mooney should be open. He should be. I, I I was on the record. I'm on the record that Mooney should have a huge year this year. If not in terms of 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 you know number of catches then certainly in yards because I think he should be able to make the big plays because of the attention that DJ gets he should be able to get some matches some mismatches in the slot get on some linebackers get on some safeties and beat them for big plays and so far that just has not happened I'm on board with you I'm, I'm right with you that 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 Moon has to be he is better and the, the production should be there for him but I think you're right about you know just us 
you know, overselling guys because we're not used to it. I was sitting at the airport, you know, waiting on my flight to come back here last night and a bunch of Bears fans traveling back and so watching the Raiders game, Raiders Steelers game. And Jimmy G goes all Jimmy G, throws an egregious interception. I'm like, that's just terrible, terrible, terrible football. And the guy next to me goes, he's like, he said something about, like, the Bears quarterbacks. I'm like, yeah, that's why I recognize it. I know terrible quarterback yeah. when I see it. I said, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the great quarterbacking I don't know. I know that when I see it. Like, uh, it's what we know. It's what we know. It goes back to, you know, Super Chat from a minute ago. Who we got? Flashpoint Flash zero. zero. Can we take a moment to remember that the last quarterback to take the Bears to a Super Bowl was Sexy Rexy? Rex Grossman. Yeah, um, Rex is our quarterback, and that defense was phenomenal. I just um, take up sec. You know, I know he. I know it's a joke, and he got the laughing emoji in there. But Rex Grossman did not take the Bears to that Super Bowl. Rex Grossman is our quarterback. Rex Grossman is our quarterback. The Bears defense took Rex Grossman to that Super Bowl. I remember being Devin so- Hester Devin took Hester. Rex Grossman to that Super Bowl. Two things. I remember being excited about Rex Grossman when we got him because I'm a big Florida Gators guy, and I also made money from all three of my brothers. That see that during that Super Bowl because I told them in the draft that year I said if they draft Devin Hester we're going to the Super Bowl. They're like what? I was like yeah. He's like he returns kicks. I was like I'm telling you if they draft him go to the Super Bowl. They start getting good, and they like they, they won against the Saints. All my brothers were like that's crazy. And I was like yeah I know just give him my money though. That is a crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy shot to call though. That's I, like I, I Devin swear. Hester the returner is the difference yeah. because the Damn. year be, the year before we sucked at, at kick returns. And the yes. defense was still good. It was like, you know, but yeah, that, that Rex Grossman, that was the, I was also the Michael Haynes draft and the DM from Penn State and that. Jesus Christ. Next. <laughs> Ira Jamison, 10 bucks. Ira says, how can we gauge effectiveness of coaching and quarterback performance with the roster torn down last year and inordinate amount of injuries this year? Listen, uh, you got this, coach? <laughs> I mean – because of all the things I said earlier, like it's you can't be dead last in every defensive category. The coaching can still get more out of bad rosters. The Cardinals won yesterday. The Texans won yesterday. The Texans straight up beat the Jaguars ass yesterday from start to finish. Yeah. Like, it like it wasn't a fluke. They played better than them. You you can get more out of bad rosters. It shouldn't look like it did. The Cardinals the, flat out beat the Cowboys. It should not look like it did week one against the Packers. And go watch the Packers yesterday against the Saints. The only reason they won at home against a very mediocre Saints team is because Derek Carr got hurt. Like, that's not a great team. The Bucks, call my shot tonight. I think you're going to find out tonight the Bucks aren't that good. Four and a half, Eagles, lock it up. That's one you should like. They're going to get their ass whooped. Come on, man. It it, it should not be this bad. Uh, And, I mean, this gets in a whole different category, but, like, I still think that they – there's 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 some roster decisions that you can definitely question, too. Like, did they they really need to trade Roquan Smith? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he, he's still they, he's still good at football. They haven't won a game since they traded him. That takes us to our next super chat. Roz seventy seven said that uh, if the Bears end up in a position to pick a quarterback in the top five, is there an argument uh, to fire Ryan Poles? Hiring Eberflus looks more egregious by the day, and his draft picks and free agent signings are meh at best. Look, 
Um, is there an argument? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the argument goes back to something we talked about on yesterday's show. I think we talked about it in Hogan Johns, too. It's just you got to get at some point you got to line line the stars up here like you can't be all right time for a new quarterback all right time for a new coaches staff. all right time for a new gm like you gotta line it all up now if kevin warren decides that he and ryan poles are still in lockstep and they are willing to go get a, a new coaching staff before they go hire or i'm sorry go uh draft a new quarterback mm-hmm. then i can get on board with that but if you're asking the question, is there an argument to also give Kevin Warren the opportunity to be like, no, I want my own GM. I didn't hire this guy. I want my own head coach. And then you start from scratch, really from scratch, where they're all coming into this together. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's definitely an argument for that. I'm not sure I'm totally on board with that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm but, not. I'm not. On, I'm not putting this on polls just yet. I think he came in with a with a legitimate plan. I think time will tell if he's right or wrong. But he came in with the plan. He stuck to it so far. He wasn't going to overpay anybody. He was going to tear that thing down to the studs. And then he starts to add an influx of talent. He started to do that now. And so I don't think. Listen, unless you're going to go back to March and April and May, and you're going to tell me I didn't like the DJ Moore move. Right. If, if, if that's if that's what we're going to do, then fine. We're going to go back to to that time and say everybody hate the Darnell Wright pick. Cool. But I don't know that you get to go back later and say, I just don't like his moves. Now you just got to wait and see how they play out. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of places to hit. Like he can he all he can do is bring him in. He doesn't coach. He doesn't play. He brought in players that we kind of all liked in the spring. Yeah, you got to wait and see. Uh, real quick before we get to the next one, I want to tell you about Shady Rays. Make sure you're taking on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. We all love our Shady Rays here. They are an independent sunglass company offering a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that you can find. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all because Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. That's crazy. No. That's the part I mean, this is key for Bears fans too because you're throwing things right now. You're upset. (laughs) You're stomping. Your sunglasses are... Braggs is knocking a bag off his head and then smacking a mic into his head. If he had had sunglasses on... Major key. That guarantee is the major key. Yeah. So if you're doing anything crazy like that because you're just so fed up with the Bears, um, Shady Rays has you covered. They'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They won't. They're not gonna be like, wait a minute, you broke these because you're just mad at your football team. They're gonna be like, okay, here, here's another pair. Yeah, I broke mine too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code CHGO for fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Uh, Bagman did hit me up uh, on, uh, via text here, and he said that we got to talk about the tailgate. We are six days away from our second tailgate of the season. This one should be crazy. We've got a crew coming from DNVR, so they'll be there. We'll be there. And there's going to be a whole lot of Goose Island there. Uh, hit the honk. Well, here's the uh, deal. And Firewater Barbecue will be serving us delicious barbecue. That'll oh, be fun. That sounds good. See, uh, this is a, a plea, especially for our CHGO diehards, which if you're a diehard, you get 
20% off the ticket to the tailgate. So remember that. And if you want to become a diehard, you can go to allchgo.com slash diehard. You get 20% off all of our events, like our tailgates and merchandise. So it's all up there for you. See show over here. We're waiting for you. Come on. Yeah. Be a diehard. But with the DNVR diehards making this trip yeah. this week, we just got to make sure, again, this is a plea to you CHO diehards. Don't embarrass us like our football team. You got to show up, man. Yeah. We cannot be outnumbered by the DNVR diehards at our own tailgate. Yeah, we don't want them to put up 70 people on us. That would be the equivalent legit. of what it looked like last night in Las Vegas where there were more Steelers fans than Raiders fans or what it looks like every week at Chargers games where there's more of the opposing fans than Chargers fans. So You already got DNVR Broncos. They're saying like you guys are underdogs at your own tailgate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we can't we can't yeah. we can't do that. We can't show up. Show up, yeah. show out. And of course we could be nice. They're good people, but uh that's fine. Just be more people. of us. They're from Colorado. Russell good. Wilson's a good person too, but if he shows out in our house, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. yeah. He's had success at Soldier Field in the past too. Mm. Um, all right, do we have more diehards to get, or uh, excuse me. We uh, got super, super chats. Yeah, I got uh, 15 more to rip through. So let's just fly through them. Let's so do it. Get after it, Smitty. Go for it. Someone say Smitty's. Are we at a point where we can say Justin Fields is or isn't a franchise quarterback? I think we touched on that a little bit earlier. Yeah. I think we are at the point where we don't know that he can realize the said potential here under the current construct of, of what's been placed around him. I, I think we know he has the talent to be that, but there, it takes more than talent. The situation isn't in his favor. If I had to bet on it, I would say I don't want to bet on it. Cramming ain't easy. Don't, don't make me bet. Ten bucks from our guy Cramming ain't easy. Adam, you always say the fans deserve better, and we do, but you guys deserve to cover a better team. It's been years of this trash. At least I can choose to not watch. You guys are forced to. Damn right, cramming ain't easy. That's true, but do get paid. We can, we so, can, we can go. There, I, there, I, I can pull out some applications and go work somewhere. Don't feel bad for me. I choose. I choose to to drive an hour to Lake Forest every day. Yeah, and and be. Uh. <laughs> Eli Sherman, nine ninety nine. I still think Flus's hire was somewhat forced on polls like Fox, George slash Polian hire an older defensive head coach trying to zag after failed first-time offensive-minded head coach. The common denominator? Ownership. Warren, please. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Eli. Um, I do think this is different, though, than when Fox was pr- not forced on pace, but very, 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 very strongly endorsed by ownership for a young general manager who was on the job for the first time. It really sounds like in this situation... Yes, they liked Eberflus, but polls did too, man. This is one I think that you can't have revisionist history on. Nope. They had the connection through the agent and all this. I, I don't I, – I, again, I said this on yesterday's show. If I'm Kevin Warren, who wasn't here at that time, I just want to know why Mike McDaniel wasn't interviewed. Yeah. Like, th- those are the yeah. questions I'm asking if I'm Kevin Warren to understand what went wrong. So um, we can not – so we can not – do it again and what this this whole idea for the second time the second time that i can remember of bringing in this outside consultant to decide the next five to ten years of your franchise and yeah, then go away doing? yeah what like, are we doing come come here for six months tell us what's going to happen here for the next 10 years and then leave yeah what yeah that's nuts like nothing not like it's nothing against Poland or nothing against um uh who was uh ernie Corsi. like it's not 
but that does that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm on board for Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles. They choose to go a different direction and making the next pick. We'll see how that Bill goes. Bill Polian can't possibly understand what has been festering inside this organization to cause all these problems. And then again, the always the thing I always come back to too is um, Soup was on that. Shout out to Soup committee. Campbell, man. I love Soup Campbell. And then they and then a few months later, like. Uh, thanks for. Yeah, that's still a move yeah. I don't. That's still See a move later. I didn't you know, appreciate uh, from Ryan Pose. By the way, he's working with the Seahawks. He's working now. with the Seahawks now. Shout out to Soup. That's my man. Yeah. Um, Big Cram, nine ninety nine. Post game clarity. Just picture Ben Johnson calling a the play, then Caleb is escaping for his life, then throwing a bomb to Marvin Harrison Jr. Boom. Touchdown, Bears 14, Packers 38. I don't like the way that one ended. It's like the, the, the meme, they had me in the first half, not going to lie. Oh, yeah. that's yes. yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. that was a great way to end that. Hey, that's good. That's good stuff, big uh, crowd. Let's see here. Let's uh, hit <laughs> Isaac double dipped on us. This is five bucks. Says, listen to Happy uh, NF. That song is how I feel. I don't know who I'd be if I was happy. And then he threw another two bucks to say, insert better help ad here yeah. which thank you for the uh, uh sponsors that are not even getting paid today but they still are because then here's slick bunny too instead of throwing five bucks just wanted to let you know the only thing getting me through these bear games are my weekly trips to sunnyside hashtag not an advertisement mm-hmm. but apparently that's just two ads in a row from the super chats appreciate you guys eric Forsell, five bucks what is the deal with the rubble, double route combinations with like five yards of separation between wide receivers i see those way too often yep yep uh, see it on tape. Solid angle, five bucks. Even if Bajant was everything the folks calling for him hoped, all the other problems on the team would sink him. Yep. That's the thing. It's not <laughs> like when, when, when I say that Bajan is the solution, it has minimal to do with what I think he could possibly grow into in this league and much more to do with what you're walking him into. Yeah, Kev right. Esco, 499. I support Justin, but he it, he isn't helping himself, and he also has been put in the dirt by two regimes now. Tell Poles, get me an OC with the real credibility. We are there with you. Kev, Elliot, 970, five bucks. Bears lose Sunday. The season is over. On a short week, the Washington D-line will impose their will on this O-line and make the Bears quit. I'm with you. Seven days. Seven days countdowns. So what we got left? Alex Ohonen. Hope I get that sure. right, Alex. Yeah. I'm glad you guys sell beer, weed, and therapy. Go CHGO knows us. God knows Bears fan needs it. Hey. That's a good way to put it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Chris Piguero, $4.99. My brother always tells me the Bears will never be good until they sell the team, and I'm starting to believe that. Well, they're not going to sell, so. I don't know where we got left. Quentin Helms, 499. Appreciate you. I feel like we're coming close to the point where Pose is going to have to decide between Fields or the staff. I don't think this staff can help JF1. I think we're all on the same page there. Kev, come back. 199. Laugh out loud. I was born April 3rd, 85. So I feel you guys. Aries gang in the building. Chris Choi, five bucks. Uh, Chris Choi. Yeah, here's. If you want premium players, you have to pay a premium. Too much focus on value is why this team feels mediocre. I hear you on that. I think Paul just had a plan for how he wanted to come in and be uh, judicious with his money. Um, Michael says this team is a landfill. Oof. That's Trash. a wonderful super chat. Ooh, hey, guys. Super chats. I'm, I agree with all you. everything you said. I understand the pessimism. I understand the frustration. It is warranted. It is legit. 
Seven days, all right? Seven, Seven days. days. Seven days. We get to the fourth quarter or we get to halftime and it's not looking good. You guys run to rain bull birds down from Soldier Field or from the couch or from, you know, CH, CHGO tailgate. I'm, we're on, we're, I'm with you on that. Give them, give, them, give them seven more days, all right? Monday morning, I mean, Monday afternoon, we can come in here with, with, with black suits and, 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 and shady rays and sunglasses on and, and bury them. Yes. Seven more days, guys. Uh, Kyle days. Jennings threw us a late super chat here. He says, how about that dagger from Santos to cut the lead to 38? Hashtag clutch. <laughs> oh, if Hogue was listening, he would have loved that. Big one. Big one. Uh, yes. <laughs> that was good. Special uh, teams talk. Y- you know what? I appreciated the field goal in that moment. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah. I, 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 did, I did love it, though, like – Flus was like, yeah, Fields got hurt, so we just kicked. What's the difference between kicking a field goal there and just seeing if Nathan Peterman can throw a pass? Yeah. I was shocked. That I mean, like, it doesn't matter. He can't, so that's probably why. Just, like, get kickers, your kicker some points, yeah. uh, some fantasy points. Get, get the operation yeah. some work. Uh, but, yeah, but then they didn't attempt the onside kick. Why would you want to practice that in a game? That was crazy. Like, what? Well, like, that one blew my mind. I'm like, I saw them line up with an even set, and I know the rules are different now, but I, I'm watching Santos. I'm like, yo, either he's about to lay down a great trick onside, or he's really about to kick this thing because he's running up to kick it. I'm like, he's about to kick it. He kicked it. He kicked it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was looking at this. Are you a dribbler or a bouncer on the onside kick? Or does it depend on the tape from the other team? Uh, it actually depends more on what your kicker can do. Mm, good point. So, I, I mean, I'm a whatever I think the kicker can execute the best. I know you know what I mean, but yeah. when I say dribbler or bouncer, I mean the little dribble roll thing or the bop, bop, boom, big bounce. Yeah. In thing. my opinion, the most successful onside kick, if your kicker can execute it, and it's not easy to do, but it goes bounce, and either on the second or third bounce, it takes a high bounce. That's the one. That's yeah, the bounce, that's, right? But that, you got that dribbler and you got the bounce. I like the bounce, too. Yeah, and you want that last one. It's like almost when it right gets right up that 10-yard mark when it's about to be fielded and it just goes whoop over yeah, his head. Yeah, It's really hard to execute, but I think that's the best one that you can. I personally think you need to teach your kicker to just drill it off the guy right in front of him and then have it bounce back to you. We've yeah, had teams try tough. that the last few weeks against us. <laughs> and our, it's a little tough. You call that guy your center on the front line. Has just caught the ball like a fastball <laughs> both times. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, Jake, our awesome GM, sent this to us. Um, yeah, he sure did. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly not sure what I'm supposed to do with it except depress everybody. Well, here, we could re- read Quentin Helms' uh, Super Chat instead. Okay. What do you got, Q? Where are we at? <laughs> so do you guys think uh, Fields deserves one more regime? I think we all see that this staff likely won't do it. His talent seems way too high. Right? Um, I think that he may get it, deserve it. I'll even go most to say yes, but not unchallenged deserve. So I think that if you're going to – if he gets another regime, then that regime has every right to also say – hey, we're going to get a guy that we feel good about going forward, and if Justin can beat him, then he can beat him. Yeah. And uh, Elliot to chime back in saying, does Theo Epstein know anything about football? (laughs) That's good. I like that. Uh, I'm still going to read this from Jake. So he sent recent bad Bears starts. 2017, the Bears started 0-2, later 1-4. They finished 5-11. 2016, they started 0-3, later went to 1-6. They finished 3-13. 
2015, they started 0 and 3, went to 2 and 5. They finished mm. 6 and 10. Mm. 2007, they started 1 and 3, 2 and 4. They finished 7 and 9. At this point, you'd probably take seven wins. 2005, they started one and three. They went on an eight-game win streak and finished eleven and five. There's your one Clemson your one outlier. Yeah, it goes on and on like that, and it doesn't. Uh, so. That's depressing. Check out the Meatball Island merchandise we have at uh, the CSGO locker. If you want to talk like that, I was looking forward to the mayor getting pelted with meatballs. Like, I, I know yeah. it, it was it was yeah. highly unlikely. Yeah. But if it would have worked out, I, I know I know the mayor would have would have would have followed through on his bet, and it just well I know he would have, but I just thought it was a big waste of meatballs. Like if someone's gonna yeah. go through the trouble of making True. meatballs, they, they, like meatballs, that's, oh, they don't make them. Just raw, just just raw ground beef. Just <laughs> well, that's what I said. Like, can, can they at yeah. least be like frozen meatballs that you just take out of the freezer at Costco, like in a big ass well, bag? Yeah. Like, throw those. I mean, that I'm fine with. Yeah. I, uh, got, I got nothing else for you guys. Um, Herb, thanks for being here. Pleasure. Um, hang in there, Bears fan. I felt good about being like I felt good about like being like new, new CHGO team guy for about five minutes. Yeah. And then Cole Komet was like, "Screw you, I'm the new guy, and everybody knows and loves me." <laughs> you were the new guy for like three days, yeah, yeah, and then Cole Komet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't yeah. you? We love you though, and Herb's gonna be here every Monday. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll take you up on your seven day offer. We'll see what it's like next Monday. Seven, you're either in or you're out at that point. Seven seven days, and I'm not even telling that I'm expecting to be in. I'm just saying I'm going to hold out yeah. for another seven days. Well, our vow to you, Bears fans, regardless how the season goes, we're going to fun. We're going to give you great content. We're going to keep the guests coming. Um, we're going to find a way to entertain you along the way. And I thought yesterday's show was evidence of that. We're, we had a good breakdown today too. Um, Yes, sometimes it gets exhausting. We'll have to just see how this team responds this week. Remember, everything's fine. Yeah, five pounds sterling from Stephen Haynes. The only thing that kept me going this weekend was Bag Boy. Yep. Love Bag Boy. By the way, inside story on that. Bag Man. That literally happened organically 12 seconds before we went live. Yeah, well, like you were yelling at and me. And I was not actually yelling them not to grab the bag because, yeah. like, we were in the countdown. And I'm like, we got to start this show. We got to start this show. And I'm over there trying to take staples out of the bag because yeah. it was like a food bag that we had to, like, pop open. Yeah, that was not I, planned. And, uh, but sometimes that's how well, the he asked, stuff he asked for the bear head, which, of course, is in my basement. Shout out to me. See, uh, that would have the opposite effect, I feel like. Right. A yeah. bear head versus a bag. Yeah, I think the bag worked out really well. Yeah. All right. Go Cubs, go. There you go. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow at noon. Talk to you then.